This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Lynn Harden. It's the end of the school year. I personally want to say congratulations. Job well done. You have completely and totally earned this summer break. And this episode is for you. If you are someone who goes on vacation, you get home, you unpack your suitcase, start the laundry, and you think, I still need a vacation. I need a vacation from the vacation. You're not feeling rested. You're not feeling relaxed. This episode is for you also if you end the school year tired and exhausted, which is understandable. What we do is hard. And you have the intention of getting some rest, rejuvenation, relaxation, getting rebooted for the school year, the new school year. But when you go back, you're still tired. Maybe not exhausted, but you're still tired. You're certainly not looking forward to going back to school. And then in October, a month, six weeks into the school year, you are as tired as you were at the end of the school year. This episode is going to explain that phenomena, and I'm going to share with you what to do about it. We'll explain what is going on. So hang with me. Also, June 1st, 2023, and the beginning of Pride Month, a special time to be honest about a lot of things, being honest about who we love, being honest about who we are, being honest about our identities. Even though I am a married woman of 30 years to my husband, Michael, I still have a secret, something that I have not been honest or rarely honest with others about that. I don't want to keep secrets anymore. I want to be who I really am. I want to be authentic because I think that's how I'm going to be more helpful, be able to serve. Y'all may not know this, but from 2015 to 2016, I went through a 
Law of Attraction certification program and spent a year coaching, using processes, perfecting my understanding, using it in my own life, and manifesting, creating things that I desired. I taught my husband how, or shared my husband. I don't know how much I teach Michael, but I did, I did share how to do this. And he manifested the $2 million home that we live in today. He manifested amazing vacations, even the furniture in this house. He attracted to him. It was not so much that I was skeptical, but I was afraid to be honest. I was a principal of an elementary school in a conservative school district, a large urban school district in Southern California. There was a certain persona that we had as principals. Our schools were all very similar. The expectation was that there was a certain behavior to be expected, a certain way of of being, and we didn't deviate. I do not feel like I was able to make suggestions or express that I had concerns that maybe the district could look at it this way. Then at our school site, as a solo principal, you are able to bring your personality and your style and to create programs or situations or cultures that you wish to a certain extent. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it until I do some thought work and maybe I see it different. Anyway, I digress. The law of attraction piece I was using very much in my back pocket, and it's not because I didn't believe that it worked. So skeptical may not be the right word. What I believed was that I would be judged for it. I still believe that that is true because it did not fit the mold of the particular district that I was in. After being a practicing life coach and having clients of my own and having this part or these skills emerge, I've been willing to embrace it, not feel like I need to hide it or that there's something to be ashamed of or that I will be judged because I'm, guys, we are judged. That is what human beings do. But I had to come to a place where I stopped judging myself and saw this skill as a way to serve, a way to bring value to other principals, other teachers, other clients, anyone who was interested in not only creating a desire, but also changing what blocked them from creating that desire. So it is one thing to set your desire have the thoughts about it, raise your vibration, then allow it and be able to receive it. But if there is a lot of old story, a lot of old trash, a lot of old stuff that's built up inside of us, which is pretty normal, it's very difficult to, one, even get clear on what your desire is, then to be in the mindset of your thoughts, your, what you're thinking, your vibration, or what you're feeling, and believing it is possible, not 24 hours a day, but enough of the day, being able to meditate, being able to receive what you desire is very difficult when there's a lot of blockage, when there's a lot of old stories, old ideas, old beliefs that have piled up. The first thing that I do with my clients 
And the first thing I do is for myself is to clear out these old beliefs. I take the time to journal, work with a coach or do self-coaching and clear out these old stories. Take out a flashlight, illuminate them only from the eyes of love. Others may judge me, but when I'm looking at my stuff, no judgment is allowed. It is only through eyes of love. It is the past. It happened. I no longer want to hold on to the past. So I go there. I look at the old stories. And yes, it is deep work. Yes, there are tears. Yes, it is uncomfortable. But it is so worth it. When you get on the other side, which happens pretty fast, you feel better and you're clear. It's like there's no static. There's no back noise. The channel is clear. Then you're able to set your desire, whatever it is, to create a positive school culture, whether it is to have this parent transfer to another school, whether it is a new home, a new love, a vacation, more money in the bank, whatever it is that you desire. We live in an abundant world, an abundant universe. There is enough for everybody. Also, you're worthy just because you are. You've always been worthy. I also see with my client, sometimes not only is there a lot of backstory that's built up, but there's also the lie that somehow they're unworthy because of what happened or what they did or what someone else did. But all of that stuff doesn't matter. We have never stopped being worthy. We've always been worthy. At this very moment, you are just because you are. Doing this process of clearing out that which blocks us, clearing out the past, looking at the past from eyes of love and no judgment and being honest about it is not a new phenomena. We see this in churches where there is confession or testimonial. We see this in 12-step programs. It's the fourth step where you do a moral inventory where you look at, like you would inventory a store, you look at what is still a good product and you could sell and what's gone bad and you need to get rid of. You just, it's like taking an inventory. You just look at what's working and what's not. It's the past. It's already happened. But there is the ability to let go of things from our past that block us from the present moment of having things that we desire in the future. Clearing out the past is one of my favorite ways to create what it is that I desire. We're always creating. We're always experiencing the law of attraction. Has something at either in your life or your school site just fallen into place, just worked out beautifully, was smooth as sliding on ice. You heard from somebody that you were thinking about and they just send you a text. Or have you been at a restaurant or a shop and bumped into a friend that you, oh, you've been on my mind. Also, have you heard about people who find themselves continually attracting and being in that same type of relationship over and over again? They just seem to be dating, marrying, or getting involved with the same person, just maybe a different different height, different hair color, but 
basically the same person. This is the law of attraction at work. The law of attraction basically defined as we attract in our lives whatever we give our attention, energy, and focus to, whether it's positive or negative, whether it serves us or it does not serve us. In my research, personal and with the Googles, there's some words or expressions that easily describe or perfectly describe the law of attraction. Have you ever used the word coincidence? Meant to be. Luck. Karma. Out of the blue. Just fell into place. Synchronicity. Fate. This is the law of attraction. So my intention is to keep talking about and teaching about and supporting you in how we can use the science of this law of attraction to intentionally and consciously create and attract what it is that we want, that we desire, that serves us, that is useful. Within the definition of the law of attraction, which is we attract to our lives whatever I give my attention, energy, and focus to whether positive or negative. So I want to talk about what positive or negative vibes, positive, negative vibrations, positive or negative feelings. Have you ever said this person, this parent, this staff member, this student, they have a certain vibe or feeling about them? You might be picking up a, a good vibe when you're around a certain person. Or there might be somebody else like, oh, man, that's just such a, a negative vibe when they walk into the room. It just, oh, just everything just goes down. In short, vibrations are feelings. So in the vibrational, the science world, there are two kinds of vibrations. There's positive and negative. Our feelings are just vibrations in our body, and they emit or send out a vibration into the world, either a positive vibration or a negative vibration. Some examples of that might be, for negative vibration, I think of fear, anger, stress, burned out, sadness, confusion, dread, disappointment. When I think of positive vibrations or feelings, I think of happiness, abundance, pride, confidence, joy, love, excitement. Every single one of these feelings have a vibration attached to them. This is where the law of attraction comes in. The law of attraction, which is the science of physics, is responding to the vibration you are offering. Right now, in this very moment, it is matching your vibration by giving you more of the same, whether positive or negative. There is a way to uh, deliberately attract what we want and then be aware of what we may be non-deliberately attracting. It starts with circumstance, a situation, something happens, it's an event. A person does something. It's a people, person, place, thing, a fact, a circumstance. And if you really dug in, it's a neutral circumstance. But being human, we observe something and we create a story. We have a thought. We make it mean something. Often we make it mean there's a problem. Not always. 
And based on what the story, the thought, the belief, what we make the situation mean, we will create a feeling. And this feeling sends a vibration, either negative or positive. The law of attraction, the science, the physics responds to the vibration that we are sending. And as a result, we get more of what we're vibrating, whether it is positive or negative. And this will dovetail back into the circumstance or whatever it is that we are observing and build on that positive or negative. So I'm going to finish this off by asking you a question. What are the words that are causing you to attract what you don't want? I suspect they are words like no, not, and don't. Let me give you an example. When I say don't think of San Francisco, California, I bet you thought about San Francisco. Even though the question or the directions were not to do something, your unconscious and conscious mind will edit out that part of the instruction. Our unconscious mind, where the thoughts and beliefs are created that create the feelings and vibration, one, does not have a sense of humor for sure, and two, does not speak in the negative. So these are some common expressions that you may be using at this time of year, attracting what it is that you don't want. And it has to do with the energy of using the word don't. Have you heard yourself saying any of these statements? I'm not blaming this parent, which means I am blaming this parent. Don't get mad which means get mad. Don't worry about vacation. Don't worry about summer break. Don't worry about next school year, which means from the unconscious mind, worry about next school year. I'm not judging, which means I am judging. The law of attraction, the science, responds the way your mind does hears what you don't want. It doesn't hear what you do want. So when you hear yourself, just notice when you're making statements this week that contain the words no, not, and don't, especially don't want. This is a great tool to help eliminate and reduce attracting things that we don't want. So each time you hear yourself using don't, not, or no, Instead, ask yourself, what do I want? If you have enjoyed this podcast, leave a review. And also, if you know someone who would benefit from this episode or this podcast, pass it on to them. Take care, be well, be happy, be healthy. And thanks for listening. 